time, have a great week. RT8K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top story's Matthew Jung says he's convinced some foreign business representatives to back the government's extradition law changes. The government proposes a $290 million assistance program to help people who live in subdivided flats to improve their living environment. And eight people are hurt in a bus collision on Lantau Island. Chief Secretary Matthew Jung says he's managed to convince some foreign businesses to back the government's contentious plans to amend Hong Kong's extradition laws during meetings last week to assuage, assuage widespread concerns about the bill. Candice Wong has details. The international business community has been among the most vocal opponents of the planned extradition law changes, which would allow the transfer of fugitives to places with which Hong Kong has no extradition agreement, like the mainland, Macau and Taiwan. Organizations like the American Chamber of Commerce have warned that this could hit Hong Kong's reputation as a business hub, while many foreign governments, legal experts, journalists and activists are worried that Beijing could abuse the arrangement to target political enemies. But Chief Secretary Matthew Zheng reiterated in his blog that there will be ample oversight by local courts and people's rights will be protected. He said as part of the government's campaign to dispel unnecessary fears, he held in-depth and candid meetings with foreign business chambers last week. Afterwards, he said some participants stated that they now support the legal changes and think the amendment is a demonstration of the rule of law in Hong Kong. However, he gave no specifics. Despite this apparent turnaround, there remains much opposition to the move. Eleven representatives of the European Union lodged a formal protest against the bill directly to the chief executive, Carrie Lam, on Friday. However, she has said they didn't highlight any specific concerns. And Tam Yu Chung, a member of the National People's Congress Standing Committee, says it was unreasonable for the EU officials to have issued the diplomatic note. He told reporters he thinks they have been misled by the United States over the matter and that Washington is trying to use the controversy to undermine China amid the Sino-US trade dispute. Meanwhile, Democratic Party lawmaker Lam Jok King has called on people to join a rally against the extradition law amendments. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, Mr Lam also made this appeal to pro-government legislators who've been backing the bill. I hope the pro-establishment camp will not take their own grave and drag everyone in Hong Kong down with them by supporting this bill. I hereby sincerely urge all Hong Kong residents, experts, businessmen and foreigners living in Hong Kong to join the rally on 9th of June for all to express our concerns about the bill in the hope that our pro-establishment legislative councillors can see how angry and worried we all are with the bill and will then vote it down. The government is proposing a new $290 million program to give residents of subdivided flats up to $10,000 per household to improve their living environment. Sissel Wong has details. In his weekly blog, Welfare Secretary La Shi Kuang said around 24,000 low-income households living in subdivided flats stand to benefit from the new plan being explored by the Community Care Fund.
If approved, people who live alone would be able to apply for as much as eight thousand and five hundred dollars, while households with two or more people can get up to ten thousand to pay for various things to improve their living environment, anything from minor renovations or new furniture to pest control services. Mr. Law said the Hong Kong Council of Social Services and other NGOs may be brought on as partners to conduct home visits to vet applications and figure out what items in a prescribed checklist is most suitable for them. Social workers would also help give residents information about other assistance programs and inform them about community resources. Mr. Law says the two-year scheme may be rolled out as early as the second quarter of next year. He also says he believes this is a better alternative to rent relief or electricity and water subsidies because these may end up benefiting landlords more than the residents and work to artificially suppress the government's poverty figures. A legislative panel is scheduled to discuss the proposal tomorrow. Eight people suffered minor injuries in a collision between a bus and a coach on Lantau Island at around 10:30 this morning. Both lanes of Kengsan Road by Sekpik Reservoir remain closed for now, and five bus routes operated by New Lantau Bus have been suspended. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. Hong Kong's newest highway officially opened to traffic this morning, bringing relief to residents in the northern New Territories who've long. Com- Long been complaining of lengthy traveling times. The Hang Yun Wai Highway links the existing Fanling Highway to the border, where a new checkpoint is due to open by the end of the year. For now, people who live in the area can use the highway to cut down traveling times. An RTHK car made a trip from Kaolong Hang in Fanling to Hang Yun Wai in Daguling in just over 10 minutes using the new highway, compared to 24 minutes using an alternative route. President Trump has dismissed concerns about North Korea's recent weapons tests, saying he's confident the North Korean leader Kim Jong Un will keep his promises to him. North Korea is on the agenda of President Trump's current state visit to Japan, but trade trade will dominate talks between President Trump and the Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. The BBC's Hal Griffiths has more. The U.S. didn't want to do a big multilateral deal with、uh, with Japan as part of the Trans-Pacific Partnership. It wanted to do a direct deal, and that's largely what Shinzo Abe and Donald Trump's relationship has been over the last two years. And it's been a close friendship. We've seen them either meet or talk on the phone 40 times. Shinzo Abe was over in Washington just last month, and now this visit to Tokyo. So lots of pictures of them playing golf, laughing, sharing meals, going to the sumo together. Expect that sort of、uh, thing to be projected. Uh, uh, for both Japanese and American audiences, but behind all that will be these trade negotiations. The contest to succeed Theresa May as British Prime Minister has intensified, with more candidates entering the field. The Environment Minister Michael Gove will announce his candidacy later today, along with the other candidates. Mr. Gove will have to take on the front runner, the former former Foreign Minister Boris Johnson. The BBC's Chris BBC's Chris Mason looks at the emerging field. Boris Johnson versus Michael Gove is a fascinating contest. Two men who were on the same side in the referendum campaign then fell out when Michael Gove finished off Mr Johnson's attempt to replace David Cameron. Now both competing to replace Theresa May. It seems like every five minutes, yes, another Conservative MP declares that they too would like to be Prime Minister. This is a noisy and competitive field. The central fault line is the instinct of the candidates on a no-deal Brexit. Some are willing to embrace it; others think it would be a disaster. Voters in Ireland have overwhelmingly backed liberalising the Republic's divorce laws, with the yes vote standing at 82%. The result reflects a weakening of the influence of the Roman Catholic Church. 
Politicians now have the power to reduce the time they, that couples must spend apart before they can secure a divorce. The Irish government has proposed cutting it from four to two years. Journalist Jack Horgan-Jones was watching the results coming in. The referendums that we're having at the moment are tying up the loose ends of, of the constitutional legacy. The culture wars are over and have been won. These are, these are merely the, the culture skirmishes now. I think it absolutely means that Ireland is, is less Catholic. You see that in, in the raw data. You see it in, in the, the census figures. Uh, you see it in softer forms of data, such as you know the numbers of people attending mass. Sport in the NBA. Kawhi Leonard had 27 points and 17 rebounds to lead the Toronto Raptors into the NBA Finals for the first time with a 100-94 victory over the Milwaukee Bucks. The Raptors overcame a 15-point deficit to win the series in six games. The victory means the NBA Finals will go to Canada for the first time when the Raptors host the two-time defending champions, the Golden State Warriors, on Friday morning Hong Kong time. Toronto swept Golden State in the regular season. It's a Mercedes 1-2 on the grid for the Monaco Grand Prix with a defending world champion Lewis Hamilton in pole position ahead of Valtteri Bottas. Red Bull's Max Verstappen qualified in third with Sebastian Vettel's Ferrari in fourth. Hamilton, who won the Monaco Grand Prix in 2008 and 2016, had this to say about Formula One's iconic race. It's strange how this race is only is still worth the same amount of points as anywhere else, but it has a, a meaning that's... Well, you know, there's a, it's such a huge meaning to this track and, and such a historic track that you, uh, you, you desire. Growing up watching it, this is the dream track, the Hollywood kind of track that you want to win at. To end the news, our top stories once again. Matthew Jung says he's convinced some foreign business representatives to back the government's extradition law changes. The government proposes a $290 million assistance program to help people who live in subdivided flats to improve their living environment. And eight people are hurt in a bus collision on Lantau Island. The news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience. Boring me to tears After all these years No sunshine No moonlight No stardust No sand of romance We don't stand the change But he turned out to be like every other man I love, I love.